0: Hello and welcome to Brainspace, a place you're going to listen to me as I talk to you about everything in my brain and no matter of other randomness and things. So, sit back, relax, grab a seat, get a snack and prepare to listen to me as I talk to you and first you on my opinions on faith, religion, politics, society and the world. Particularly, it's policies pertaining to all things colour and cultural. Without further ado, I give you Brainspace. So for today's episode, we're going to be discussing grief and how I deal with grief, my experiences of it as a person of faith, a religious person, a Christian, a teenager, all those good things. So just to give you some background knowledge, I've never really had much of an experience with grief as a like concept because I've had a few, like I've had of my fair few pets in my lifetime thus far and all of them have died but I didn't really feel that much attachment to most of them so I wasn't really having like an emotional response to their deaths as well as that in terms of humans, you know people around me, I didn't really lose anyone close to me or anyone that I was particularly you know bonded with so I never really grieved like in the sense because I was more kind of sharing in other people's grief so you know when something bad happens and everyone's sad so you're sad by default because your atmosphere and your environment is sad and you just take on the like emotions of the environment that's kind of what happened so I never really dealt with grief or never really had any experiences of it or any encounters with it until quite recently i'd say like about a month ago um i lost someone quite dear to me a family member and um i'm not gonna say her name but yeah i lost her and she was someone who has been in my life basically my whole entire life because she looked after me when i was in nursery she was basically like my main carer in nursery kind of thing so whenever i go to nursery she'd be the person who was in charge of looking after me um she's my godmother she was a family friend she was very close and very loved by not only me and my family but also hers of course and she was a very really she's a very very funny lovable and humorous person Um, when I found out that she died I didn't know how to process it I kind of just cried and cried for like a day straight and then I didn't really say anything about it because I didn't know how to I never really experienced this I was like whoa this is so weird so then I did a bit of research on grief as an idea because I wanted to kind of get an, a sense of what it was supposed to be like if I was feeling kind of the right way, if you get what I mean? Like if I was experiencing it correctly or if I was doing it wrong. I, I know that sounds kind of bizarre, I can' you experience an, like, an emotion wrongly but trust me, I had to just do some research. And I came across something I'm pretty sure most people have heard of and if you haven't, it's this idea of the five stages of grief which are denial, anger, bargaining, depression and acceptance. At first, I was like, "Yeah, this is absolute trash. It's utter garbage, nonsense. This is not gonna happen." But as time passed, I recognized myself going through every single one of these stages. First, it was the denial, where not the first day, but like a few days later, after I got the news, I was just like, "No, she's not dead. She's not. Like, she's she's not dead. Like, I promise you, she's not." like I was going through my head I was like this can't happen this couldn't have happened no someone else like it's just not happening this is not real it's not true all of these different kinds of like ideas I was basically just saying this is not happening I was refuting any kind of notion that meant that would make the the news real even though unfortunately it was then came the anger and it was just it wasn't even like anger as such it was just frustration like pent up frustration like hurt upset it was kind of bundle of emotions I was confused because for me I was very numb throughout this process I cried a lot but it wasn't crying because I felt sad I was just crying because I couldn't feel anything and I felt like I wasn't grieving for her I felt like I wasn't mourning properly because I wasn't sad as such I was very numb and like emotionless and so I got angry at myself because I was like why aren't you doing this right well you're not you're not grieving did you even like I started thinking to myself oh my gosh maybe you did not even love her like you don't even love her enough to like cry for her and all the sort of thing people would ask me how are you feeling I'm like oh I'm okay about it it's fine I'm okay it's fine and I was getting really frustrated with myself because it was like no matter what happened no matter who talked to me about it no matter how many times I went over it in my head I just could not get the sadness like I was just feeling super duper numb and I was like this is not gonna work and I was super duper angry at myself and i was just really a ball of rage for a few weeks last days i don't remember how long it was then came the bargaining thing well let me just say to put this into a bit more context the day my godmother died was i didn't know she died on that day basically i didn't find out the day she died i found out the day afterwards so on the day she died i was feeling really bad like i just felt really, really bad i didn't know anything that had happened but i felt super bad like emotionally And, like, mentally, I was like, no, I don't feel well. I felt physically ill. I was having cramps. I was having pains. I was sad. I was crying. I kept... I just kept crying and being upset, and I just didn't know why. And then I found out the next morning that she had died, right? Obviously, the day before when I was experiencing all of these negative things. And a few weeks into the, you know, the process of mourning, I started thinking, it's my fault. I was like, this is my fault it's absolutely my fault, I was like, if I wasn't sad on that day, maybe she wouldn't have died, if I wasn't feeling all these negative things, maybe she would have been alive still, maybe it's my fault, I was thinking, I felt her, that's why I was sad, it's because she died, or was it because, or was it that she died because I was sad, and it sounds kind of irrational, it sounds like, what, like, how could you think that was true, but honestly, to me, it was like, the most rational, most perfectly reasonable sound logic ever, I was like, yeah, it's my fault, it's completely my fault, like, yeah, and I didn't tell anyone I felt like that because how could I very well explain to somebody that, yeah, I think I'm um, the reason my, my godmother died, even though I was nowhere near her and I wasn't, you know, the prescribed cause of death on the autopsy or whatever. I was like, it's my fault. Moving on to the depression stage. Obviously, I was blaming myself, but I was still upset because I wasn't upset. Like, I was. I was very just... I was kind of distraught and I was emotionally tired and exhausted and fragile and I wasn't really sleeping properly, I wasn't eating properly, my my appetite was going up and down, my mood was going up and down, I was super duper tired all the time, but then I couldn't sleep and I couldn't wake up, but then I also couldn't sleep. And basically I was all over the place, my whole mood just plummeted, my energy levels, my motivation, inspiration, everything just fell completely through and I was in a bad place for a few weeks then I'm saying a few weeks, you know. I don't actually remember, like, this sounds really bad. I don't remember the exact day this all happened, like, the timeline, because I didn't really make, like, a record of it as such. But, giving you a rough idea, this is what happened next. I gradually worked through it. Gradually, I got through it. Gradually, the feelings started to subside. I wasn't feeling as low, as beat down, as helpless, and as, like, guilty about it. I felt very vulnerable about it, and the wound is still was still and is still quite raw and fresh for me because obviously my first experience was like actual grief. Crazy. Like it was just crazy for me. And um yeah, but now I've kind of accepted it. I've accepted the fact that she's gone unfortunately. I've accepted the fact that she lived a really good life and she was well loved and appreciated and admired by all the people that she touched and the people that she worked with and the people that she knew. And so for me I've come to a place where I'm like, Alright I can, I can move on, I can like, I can live now, because it took a long time for me to, like, I'm saying a long time, but but it wasn't that long, you know, but for me, it felt like ages going through these stages, but for me, now that I've gotten through it, and I'm at the other end, and I've seen the process, and I've experienced it, I've lived it, I will say that there were a few things that really helped me throughout this time, and some things that, Stood out to me specifically in my experience. One thing I did a lot in terms of helping myself or trying to get out of it and trying to feel better was talking to friends. And when I say friends, I was talking to people that. Well, I didn't speak to that many people. To be honest with you, I didn't talk to many people about the whole situation because I didn't know how to even express it. I was still in denial, I was still in shock. I was so upset. I was angry, frustrated. I didn't talk to that many people about it. But one person I did speak to about it is one of my good friends. I don't want to name her. Cause I don't know if she was okay with me. Like naming her, but yeah, she'll know who she is if she hears this. Um, she is about 5'4. Um, uh, her name begins with a U, that's all I'm gonna say. And we had a conversation, we had a lot of like late night, early morning conversations just about how I was feeling, where I was at in terms of my head, my emotions, things like that, and talking to her because she's a very rational person she's very rational but also very emotionally guided so i got like a balance of comfort but also um rationality which i needed because sometimes i was obviously thinking i was like this is my fault blah 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 i'm, not, I'm the reason like everyone blame me blah 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 and she was just like i understand how you're feeling i get that i get i get it i get the frustration i get the confusion i get the overwhelmness i get the guilty feeling or feeling but understand that it wasn't your fault and the kind of conversations we had, the reassurance she was able to offer me and give me, really helped me to get through that because I think, as a as a teenager, I just didn't know what to expect. Obviously, being a teenager, you're going through the whole like puberty thing, adolescence, your heads everywhere, your hormones are everywhere, anyways. But then to go through that on top of all of that, as well as being in lockdown it was crazy <laughs> it was absolutely insane so I really just I'm really thankful for the fact that I had friends who were just there for me and that were really being supportive and helpful throughout that time and even just little things like saying hey how are you starting conversations sending me a picture send me a video the things people did that they didn't even realize I just want to thank you for it so that is something that really helped me was talking to friends people that are like minded people that were just helping a lot another thing was throwing myself into my word and hundred percent guys hundred if percent if you're religious or your personal faith or you're not you're trying to be or interested or anything like that and you're struggling with emotions whether it's grief anger frustration whatever it might be throwing yourself into your words ah i can't stress enough how important it is i cannot stress the wonders and the benefits and the magic that it works on you and your soul like i promise i'm not just hyping it up because i'm christian like i'm being serious guys like do it People hype up meditation, self-reflection, all these, like, nice, peaceful things. Pray, guys. Read your word and yourself in your faith and your religion. During this time, I started to read um, and study the books, Acts, Proverbs and Psalms. Um, And from those, there's a lot of talk of, like, encouragement, praying throughout difficult situations and at all times just giving god thanks etc etc and i want to just give you three scriptures that were really 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 helpful to me during this time and they were acts 3:16, which says and his name through faith in his name hath made this man strong whom you see and know yea the faith which is by him having hold on Wait. let me start again guys acts 3:16. and his name through faith in his name hath made this man strong whom you see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him, having given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all, which is reassuring and kind of just tells you, reminds you that in times of need, in times of desperation, when you're sad, you're overwhelmed, God is there, God will be your strength and he'll be your guidance. Even if you don't ask for it, he will still guide you through it and just in that way, he's so amazing, right? Moving forward, Proverbs 26. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Another reassurance: God's going to cut you, no matter what happens. Psalm six, three, and four. But thou, O Lord, art as shield for me; my glory and the light, lifter up of my mind. Sorry, and the lifter up of mine head. And Psalm six, verse four. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and He heard me out of His holy hill. Say, I just want you guys to reflect on what I just said, reflect on the scriptures I said to you, reflect on the story I told you, reflect on the reflections I'm sharing with you all right now and understand that no matter what it is you're going through, whether it's grief, whether it's stress, whether it's nothing, you don't have to be going through anything like substantial or something super duper dramatic or drastic, any little challenge you're going through, remember God's always there, remember God's always, always, always there, always watching over you, always in control of the situation, always ready to listen and land it near to you there are always people around you who want to listen or who want to help even if you don't think they are just say hey just have a conversation you don't have to talk about your problem just reach out to people and reach out to god most importantly um yeah so that's kind of all i wanted to say today i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i'll see you next week here on brain space bye